Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. I'm so happy, as always, to be here with you, and I hope that uh, whatever you're doing, you've had a good day. If it's early morning, I just ask you to make up your mind that you're going to have the best day ever because you're going to do your best to let the Lord rule and reign in your heart and not yourself because we always get in trouble when we try to make everything just right around us. Yep. Yeah, somebody besides me has trouble with that, right? Yes. Jessica. I do. Yeah. Oh, man, every day. Yeah. It's the truth. Well, I'm glad that the truth is in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jessica, I am really happy that you're here tonight. Well, thanks. Yeah, I love having you. I love having you. I know. I love being she here. She adds a little color to the uh She does. We miss her podcast. when she's not here. Oh, you guys are sweet. Oh, I know. I am. I don't know about these other two guys <laughs> that's here. I'm not sure. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. I know. Chris, that's the first time I think you've laughed and made fun of me. I know. I yeah. usually make fun of Pastor, but today was. I know. Welcome to my world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he called. You know what he called me today? No. Oh, do we want to know? Yes. You know what he so said? Let's preface no, no, the story. No, no, no. Let me let's... let me tell it. Let oh, tell I want to hear no, the story. No, because I always let him tell the stories. This time. I'm yes. Tell let's tell on Chris Norman. So, I'm not going to tell the backstory. I'm just going to say what he called me. <laughs> oh. He said, "You know what she's like? She's like a little cat sometimes that just brings me something I don't want and just leaves it there." <laughs> Okay, now you can tell the backstory. So I'm over there working on my embroidery machine or something in the shop, and Justice comes walking up to me with my torch. Torch. <laughs> torch. Torch. She I walks up it. to me with my torch, says, look what I got. And I was like, you have my torch. I was so proud that I found and, it because I know he lost and it. And I'm like, yeah. And so then she just sets it on the table in front of me and walks off. <laughs> now she's walking off. I go, Jess, why do I want my torch by the embroidery machine? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't know. And then she goes and grabs it and walks off. I'm like, you're like a cat that goes and catches a mouse and then brings it yes. to the owner and sets uh-huh. it there. Look what I found. And just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> but he said. That was a cute one. But he said, you're like a cat that brings me something I don't want. Well, how do I know he well, doesn't want that You don't want, want a torch. dead mouse either. So why did you bring the Did you think it was she lost or something? Yes, yes he lost. did. But he... I really wanted it on my embroidery table. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was being a nice, kind wife, bringing you something that you lost that yeah. you forgot about. And I he did not appreciate I, it. I, I That's did not what the story about it. Did not lose it. That's funny. Did not need it. <laughs> <laughs> he might have. You never know. That's right. You never know. Well... Our cat does that, yeah. and I don't. I don't understand. Maybe somebody that's listening can explain it to us. But you know, some sometimes some people say, "Well, it's just they're wanting to show their love and their appreciation." Mm-hmm. But there's times I'll open our back door, and on the deck will be uh, part of a um, um, what's this? A mole? Yeah. You know, part of a mole or a, a bird's wing or Aww. or something. A part of a mouse. And Kevin's bringing you a gift. I, and I'm thinking, oh. Why? I'm not going to eat it. I mean, just because he likes it doesn't mean I like it. And we're not very appreciative of it. Oh, no. No. But and they don't know that. They think that you they will think, be. I guess they do. Mm-hmm. I guess well, they that do. was kind of like you taking, I think he was saying, yeah. she brought it to me, mm-hmm. and I really don't, don't appreciate it. That's I re- what I said. He yeah, didn't appreciate he it. He didn't appreciate it. Rude. Yeah, and some, hurt. yeah, and there's a message right in itself. I know, see? Yeah. appreciate the little things. I know, because Ooh, good the, one. because good it's one. like God says, I, I mm-hmm. bring things and I lay it at your feet, yep. and, you and you act like it. you don't even want it. Yeah. You scoff at it. Yep. And, yeah, and Make you, fun of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But and God didn't think that you lost it either. 
<laughs> but he might have thought <laughs> well, you needed it. Exactly. Needed it, yeah. But listen, how do you know? Because I lose my way all the time. So what do you do with the torch at a embroidery factory? <laughs> I don't even know why it was there. I was, it was there working on something. Ask him what he did with it before it got at the shop. I killed bugs off my squash with it. Oh. Squash beetles. Yeah. You burn them all up. I burned my whole oh, plant up because they made me mad. Yep. I was like, God, burning down fire on <laughs> <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Gosh, I don't remember what you, I had you it there it up for. there for something. I Lessons of the torch. Yeah. <laughs> Plumbing. But I something. moved my Christmas tree and found it, so I knew that he had lost it. Mm. I moved the Christmas tree box to get the the tree out for the shop. Uh, it was hidden. It was hidden. Mm-hmm. It was hidden. And you were bringing it to light. Mm-hmm. It was. Well, if I need yeah. to borrow one, I know where one's at now. And you can appreciate that I found it. That you found so, it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just the funny things of marriage. It is. A bit uh, <laughs> lost and found. It was funny because she said that because she does it. She does that quite frequently. All of a sudden, I'll, I'll be doing something and she'll just bring me something. Oh, look. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and again, he doesn't appreciate it. It's fine. You'd think I'd learn. Well, that guy sitting across from me, that happens to be Chris, who who doesn't appreciate the little things that his wife brings that he brings. Bring him a big thing. But well, that was a pretty big She was, brought me food at my embroidery table, and I appreciated that. Well, yeah. Okay, here's I got a couple suggestions. Okay. Uh, go to the airport and okay. buy him flying lessons in advance and tell him he can go fly okay she did uh, that okay uh order him a tesla he's wanting the tesla she did that. i did so mm-hmm. uh, she did that. do the bigger thing so he'll appreciate it i do and you know but it's with the same love as, as you brought that it is because yeah. i torch. i'm a torch giving team. i'm a giving that is her love language oh, giving it is, is yes. her mm-hmm. love language it and it wasn't always it is more mine now but starting out it was not mine and that was a hard thing for Mm. me to learn that was a very hard for me to learn we actually got in fights over that i think i know where this podcast is going yeah Yeah. but but that no that's Mm. really true what what different there are different love languages Mm -hmm. and and i can so see that in her both of you are very giving but i but i can see that quality yeah time and physical touch were big ones for me but hers was very much I mean that's what her dad showed her love was giving her gifts so when I it wasn't natural for me just to go buy her a bunch of things and it, for the first part of our relationship it was really hard for me to buy things anyway because that was not my love language so that and was, we were broke so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like why don't you ever buy me anything I'm like I don't no. <laughs> I was like, listen, it can be a pack of Starburst from the grocery store or gas station, 50 cents. Dollar. I think I'm a lot better about it now. Oh, he is. Yeah. I'm a lot better yeah. about receiving it now as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's always hard. Yeah, it was hard for me at first. He's very much um, words of affirmation, and I never received that growing up ever. Uh-huh. Like, So I did not know how. Wow. Isn't that something? You got the gifts. But you didn't get the words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. She's really yep. good at it now. Yeah. She really is. That is yeah. awesome. But that was something she had to work on as well, which is... It's quite a compliment. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 She is very good about... Um, a lot of times it's better written, but I receive it written better as well. So, yeah. But she's definitely learned how to do that for me. And that was one thing. He would write me notes and leave me sweet little, you mm-hmm. know, notes all over the place or like a great good morning text. And I'm like, what do I do with this? I'm Which like, is my love language. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, I'd never had that. So I didn't know. Like, I was like, oh, thanks. Like, and uh-huh. he's like, I just poured my heart out to you. And I was like, I don't know what to do that. It makes me uncomfortable. It used to. It doesn't anymore. Uh-huh. But I'm like, I don't know why you're speaking into my life. No one's ever done that. No one's ever cared. So I don't. 
But wow. I'm like, but I'm is, like, give me some Starburst and I'm happy, <laughs> you know. But but that is so cool because uh, relationships we really need to know what it is in each other. What is the love language? Yeah. And every person has one, I believe. And sometimes they don't use them because yeah. they're lazy. But I believe if they can tap in and find out what it is that brings them satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And will bring those around them satisfaction. Oh, yeah. What is yours, Darlene? And what is mine? I don't know, Daryl, what is mine? I feel like you receive <laughs> gifts yeah. really well. You do like, receive gifts very well. I don't know I what. Do? Yeah. But you give, too. You're, you're a giver. You're a words of affirmation giver. You give me a yeah. lot of words of uh, affirmation. And I think more, yeah, more giving than probably because that when we early marriage for us, mm-hmm. because that was I very much a, a giver always have been mm-hmm. and would give my clothes would give mm-hmm. anything shoes I whatever mm-hmm. i still do yes you do but i would just that was easy for me mm-hmm. daryl was what do you think with you i i i think yours was kind of like me. no i think kind of <laughs> like super interested in this yeah. to be honest with you well no i think i think with with me especially back then it was kind of like with you he wrote a lot of little he would write little cards, little notes, mm-hmm. even if he had to go copy them off of another card. Yeah, I did that one time. A friend of mine Stop and I, it. That's we went we went to Hallmark and bought uh, no. birthday cards oh or something like goodness. Valentine's cards, mm-hmm. and we neither one of us could think of something really neat to say. So we got we took our pens, went into Hallmark cards, and oh just wrote, goodness. found a blank one, and started writing everything that, that was in the hilarious. card rack. Oh but we we knew what we were doing. We laughed so hard when, oh, the women, when our wives was reading them. But we but we both knew that, that wasn't that us. wasn't them. Right, right. Which was funny. Oh, but funny. no, I think he, uh, has a he has a lot of love languages. But I think I think probably his best would be uh, in his actions of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I, th- I think uh, he courtesy is my language of love. He's That's good with words one. of affirmation as well, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does. Time and he physical receives, touch are all things that I get from him. Yeah, words of yeah. yeah, he does. He's really an well. encourager. He doesn't always yeah. respond to texts, but he'll sure give you a hug. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. yeah. I told my wife today because her phone rang constantly. It dinged all mm. the time. No, it doesn't. It's on <laughs> silent. Well, but it were, still goes you off. You were yeah. being right, bombarded right, right. with calls and texts. I said, honey. You don't have to answer everything that comes in the moment it comes in because that's so distracting for her. She'll be in focused on something, but if somebody calls or somebody texts, immediately they become priority. In and the then, same way. Mm-hmm. then she takes her a while to get back in the groove again. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, she'll say, "I just didn't have enough time to do what needed to be done today." No, that's and and I get mm-hmm. I do get a lot of calls. I do get mm-hmm. a lot of texts. I do. And you it, have to answer every one and, of them. Well, but if you don't, you forget. Well. They don't all get in through to him. So I get an awful lot that I have to get through to him, and mm-hmm. that is a fact. Yeah. But it just happens that, uh, and you try, you don't mean to push people off. Right. And I always feel like, and this is, this is, this is just me personally, mm-hmm. I feel like if you ignore people, you're telling them that they have no value to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I agree. And I feel like, that people, if they write me a text or they call me, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. If they're not a telemarketer, they obviously want something a from what? me. Telemarketer. Okay. If they're, if they're, 
I know, Mr. Your love language is criticism. <laughs> Ouch, that hurt. Cor- correcting. Correcting. Yes, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like that a response is part of who I am. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's my love language is that I that I respond because I just feel like uh, if I get a call from somebody in the church, mm-hmm. a family member mm-hmm. or something, I need to do my very best. And sometimes it's hard to get mm-hmm. back when a whole bunch of stuff is going on at one time. But I really do try to get back to them. And then if you've got things going, you get all kinds of text messages coming and going from okay. different things. Mm-hmm. And but it's important that I respond because either I ask them a question and they've responded or they're wanting something that I need to do. So that's that's my I don't know. I feel like that's just me. Would that be quality time? Yeah. What do you do about people that have unhealthy boundaries, which I'm sure you see a lot. It's a good in, way to say it. Uh, in your position. Do, do you know there are very few people. And I am so honest. We have got the best church in the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. There are a few, but very few. Uh, we don't have people that take up a lot of our time just for trivial. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there are a few people that need a more, little more than others. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're, if they're babes in Christ, I want to be there for them. Yeah. I really want to help them. Absolutely. But... I, I'm not around to baby, yeah. right. and I'm not good at that right. uh, if they're supposed to be mature. Right. Uh, but I still don't ignore them. Right. You know, I still try to respond. I can tell you one thing. She's an excellent pastor's wife. She is. She, is. she, she knows that uh, people are still the most important aspect of any ministry. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a business side to ministry uh, as well as a uh, personal side to ministry. But uh, she she handles both of those very very well, much better than I do. Well, thank you. I'm so busy. I I keep my I'm in the Word all the time, so I don't have time to mess with people. Oh, yeah. oh boy, Absolutely. here we go. You know what's Jess funny? Jess is better about it than I am. I was too. just gonna I, say I'm. That's our dynamic too. Is for the businesses. Mm-hmm. I care about the people. Mm-hmm. Not that he doesn't care, but he doesn't have the time to care. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the. I don't want to call it coddling, but mm-hmm. I develop those relationships with you know our customers i think those are motherly uh instincts Mm -hmm. that god Mm -hmm. god gave you all for that and uh you know it's the maternal um instinct that you have Mm -hmm. i think so we've had fights about it though legitimately i and those fights are oftentimes unjust on my part but i find that in my personality type it i don't um and it's not necessarily a good thing but i have a hard time nurturing certain relationships that aren't across a certain barrier for me so for instance like all my employees all my friends they have a special connection like i will get to them you guys Mm -hmm. have you know i I try to respond of course her and the kids do but people outside of that Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. i will ignore and that's maybe not the right thing but i'm i'm focused i focus more on primary relationships than I do on mm. some of the more distant ones. And I'm not, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, but I think that's what I tend to do. And she's really good about, like, Darlene is focusing more on all the relationships. Sure. But sure. the funny mm. thing is, is you're a nurse by trade and mm-hmm. you, that's how you live your life. You triage 
you know, I do triage. The, the people that are most important yeah. or the people that need, mm-hmm. you know, something right away, he'll get to. Everything in my head's a triage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and if the people that are just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, he doesn't get to them as fast and the people that are. Yep. And I think that's remember. probably, I think we we do have to categorize, you know, I, I do in my mind, and I think you put it really, really well. I, I, I think if everyone would be honest, that is kind of how we all have to live our life, mm-hmm. uh, where Jessica and I might be a little more nurturing, mm-hmm. in a sense, you know, to relationships. I still think we all have to kind of prioritize a little bit mm-hmm. uh, there are some people you can prioritize with easier than you can others mm-hmm. because they they understand a little better too there's certain people so. and this is bad but i'm just being honest i only as i've gotten older i've realized that i only have a certain tank full of a certain amount of fuel mm-hmm. and certain people don't take very much fuel for me certain mm-hmm. people pour the fuel back in for me and i tend to flock to those relationships than I do people that yeah. that drain that fuel, and if that fuel starts to get drained too much, and I start putting up a lot of barriers, mm-hmm. or I, mm-hmm. just, I stop answering those phone calls, or I stop exactly, you know, mm-hmm. and and I I don't know if that's always a good thing, but that is in my head that's the way it works. Like if you're a taker, then mm-hmm. I I tend to root those relationships out. Yeah, right. But also, I, I think understand that you and Pastor get a lot done. You guys are hard workers, and you don't get distracted easily. Like I know I do. I, I like you said. You know, mm-hmm. you feel like the day's just gone by, and you haven't gotten anything done. Mm-hmm. But that's because we spend more time nurturing and mm-hmm. doing those things. They mm-hmm. spend more time. Like this, there's certain this people that do. if I see my phone ring, for instance, you guys, for instance, you, my uncle. I mean, certain people I see the phone ring is getting picked up. You know, unless I'm doing something. I hate being on the phone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and then there's other people that's like, oh, they can text me if they want me. <laughs> yeah. I'll get yeah. Back yeah. Or leave a message and we will message. get back. Right. And, right. I, I, and I get yeah. that because yeah. I'm like that too sometimes, yeah. especially when it's just really, really busy and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But the truth is there's a lot of dynamics to what we all do during a day. Absolutely. And there just, there really is a lot of that that we have to constantly uh you know, there's a big scope out here that has to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And and so to try to juggle and make sure that you do keep touch base with things of people that you need. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a bad way because we need relationships. When someone from the church, there's certain people that we know are ill or struggling and if we see that we've missed a call or if we can get to taking a call, we're going to get back with them. Mm-hmm. We're going to put away even some other things that we, maybe we needed to do. But I, I just think that sometimes we as human beings, if we're not careful, that we can send the wrong message to people. Yes. And that is that you're not worth my time mm-hmm. to enter, answer your text. Yep. Or you called me, and I called. They called me, but I didn't get back with them. I could send them a text real quick, and say, "Can I call you back in just mm-hmm. a little while?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something that recognizes they know. And and I do feel like sometimes we live in that we we let uh, we let what we think is more important than the fact that sometimes just a text back or something. Mm-hmm. Let somebody know that they are important. Absolutely. 
Well, I agree with Chris. There are there are those people that steal your time, drain your energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to just want to shoot the bull for a while, mm-hmm. and we have to stop what we're in the middle of to to listen to them. And I'm not saying you know that everybody's like that because there are some very gen- few. Genuine, we have very few people. Right, right. Like I, I and I'm not even talking about our church people. Yeah. I'm just no, it'd be people. more distant out there. But yeah. I, I want to point out this thing because this we can't go and not mention this. Husbands and wives are generally opposites, mm-hmm. and that's why God put us together yeah, to complete absolutely. one another. Sure. Yeah, we. My wife completes Not me; I complete yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Because without her, I'm only a half mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. And uh, the sooner people realize that, that their marriages are going to get along so much better. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to be like her, and she's not going to be like you. Mm-hmm. And God never expects them to be like. Uh, the other absolutely and uh, i'm excited about in in january we're yeah. starting our marriage classes oh, I'm so excited yeah. yeah it's gonna oh, be I so good um, starts i think we're gonna i think we may call it marriage 2.0 upgrading like or that. something like yeah. that because yeah. uh you know it's not just for people that have marriages that are having problems right. it's just how can i upgrade my marriage what can mm-hmm. i do better and i think we're going to run that about we're going to run that about six weeks i think aren't we yeah on a Sunday evening. Weeks, yeah. that's, that's going to be a fun time. We've done uh, three or four of them, and every one of them has really always good. been so much fun. Yeah. It's cool. very re- relaxed atmosphere, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we, we have a good time. Yeah, we do. And, yeah, we all have different love languages. We have mm-hmm. different way that we, and as he said, we complete each other, mm-hmm. you know, in your relationships. Complete and complement. We yes. do. And, but not, yes, and, yes. And we also sharpen each other. It's a yes. challenge. And it God is uses a challenge. That. It God is. uses that with us big time. Oh, it, it does because it really sharpens us as people and as, as a couple and the strength that it brings into. Mm-hmm. I just look at you two and from the time that when I first we first had the privilege of meeting you mm-hmm. and and to get to know you because I feel like over these last how long you've been here now three years almost working three almost three, yeah. be almost three, three in July. Wow. yeah uh you know I feel like we've really gotten to know you guys mm-hmm. and what an honor and what a privilege that has been and to watch you grow as individuals but as a couple too it, it's just been so beautiful oh, we were a hot mess we were well, were as in past tense. Yes, we were. Uh, well, you guys have been a really good example, especially to me, because you aren't, um, you don't hide your squabbles that you have <laughs> right. sometimes, even on you stage. Talk to yeah. Dwayne. Yeah, you, you, you don't, you're very no. honest with the fact that you're different. You're very honest mm-hmm. with the fact that you may have a frustration argument. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot of pastors will hide that or isolate that and then all of a sudden they're divorced mm-hmm. not right. saying that about you guys but it's it is encouraging to know that what the fights that we have aren't necessarily mm-hmm. unique to us and it's exactly. not necessarily you know mm-hmm. out of range and and that's one of the things i've learned from you guys because i the way that you guys are is what sometimes I feel the mature version of where I feel like we are going to be someday because <laughs> you guys' personality are similar, just more mature. And I feel like ours are similar, just he's very more mature. And so it's, it's that it was a huge help to us. I think Luke yeah, sure. and I think Luke and Christy got a real education when they went with us on our mission trips because <laughs> they found out just how human we really were. Yeah, and, and I think uh, that's important, though. Well, honestly. transparency yeah. is yeah. you know is I think is a key to, to becoming great, and uh, you you can't you can't hide you know, and so. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I appreciate my wife. She she sharpens me, and I mm-hmm. 
Hope that I sharpen her. You just, uh, you just got me. I got you, yeah. <laughs> I still think of the story, and I don't remember all the details, of when you guys were getting through customs. Maybe it was your last trip. Maybe it was one of the last trips before 2020, and you guys got in that fight at the uh, carousel of the luggage. Oh, that was in Singapore. Yeah, because the, oh. the luggage was... I think she was right oh, that, that that was, was the luggage. Oh, that was hilarious. I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, and but he was telling you the luggage story. wasn't there. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had, oh, I loved it. Would you all like me to tell yes. the story? Please, I know you would. I know you I listeners can't wait. I don't remember it. Yes. Oh boy. Here I we believe go. <laughs> I believe that we had gotten into Chicago or wherever we flew into this this last time whenever Jan, Jan, January 2020. It was the last big trip. LAX. Yes. LAX. Yeah. We got in, and of course, we were just worn out anyway. And uh, it was a I huge... forgot about that. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. You know, it was just a really big area where you ha- where your uh, bags came in. Mm-hmm. The carousels were really big. It's a customs yes. carousel. Yes. Yeah. And so I spotted ours when they come in. And because, and he didn't think that they had even started around yet because you know sometimes it takes takes a long long time but i saw them and and i said to him how did you remember that chris that story is actually encouraging yeah (laughs) and and i said to him and we were standing these are uh, this is a a chris and jess fight yeah (laughs) we were standing over by another carousel where they were supposed to come in or where Mm -hmm. he thought that they were supposed to come in and anyway i saw them and i kept saying you know, ours are going, darling, they are not. <laughs> they are not coming on over there. And it's after I right told carousel. him, after I told him about three or four times, I mean, the temperature was going up because we should have got it out of there much quicker. And he, and he kept saying, he's over there's not very many. And these other people, he said, well, they're not getting theirs either. And I said, no. And I, and finally he told me to stop it. Oh. He finally said, just stop it. Don't tell me again. Oh, and oh boy. Oh this, boy. Is after, this is what, after a 14-hour flight? That's like putting yeah. water on a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. But, you know, I had, it was kind of like, okay, I am not telling him again. <laughs> and we'll just see. Mm-hmm. And so we did. We just we saw. We just saw. We just saw. And eventually, <laughs> eventually a light bulb went off in him. I've thought about that story many times. And <laughs> the it's Holy funny. Spirit told him finally. <laughs> it's funny, though, because the fights that we have are never over anything serious. Oh, it's it's so strange. It oh, we we never fight about money. We oh, never man. fight about anything serious. We fight about the stupidest oh, things. Oh, man, it frustrates me. And we me. will go completely atomic about the stupidest things. And when, we, when it really cools down, we really step back, it's almost comical because, like, you've got to be kidding uh-huh. me. You know I what mean, it's usually about is tone. one of us trying to protect the other one. So, like, he broke his rib a couple weeks ago, right. and he's been needing to rest. Well, I needed to go work. It was uh, Black Friday, actually. I needed to go work for, like, an hour. I thought it was only going to be, like, 20, 30 minutes. Well, it ended up being, like, an hour and a half. Well, I told him to stay home. Well, we like to do things together, and I didn't think it was going to take that long. So I was like, just stay home. You need to rest. Like an hour and a half later, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm still working. And he's like, I knew that I should have come up there. I knew it wasn't going to be 20 minutes. I and went completely atomic. Oh, he did. And he was so angry. And <laughs> I, I was, was like. I was. It was so stupid. But from, from me, 
oh, does it sound like you guys? But for me, I was trying to protect him. I was trying to let him rest and heal and do the things that he doesn't get to do on a daily basis because he run, run, runs, you know? And so then he got mad at me because I was the one working and he felt like he should have worked. And he's ended like, up being an all night fight. Oh, all night fight. He slept in the spare bedroom. <laughs> like it was just one of those all things. All night and fight. He, and he, he's like, I've just got to stop listening to you. I've just got to do my own thing. And I'm like. Well, then that hurts my feelings because I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be mean to you. I was really coming from the Holy Spirit. I was coming from a place of confessions, good for the heart. It is, it is. But I knew I was wrong. I knew I was wrong. But did you not want to say I'm sorry? Oh, I ended up saying I'm sorry. I always say I'm sorry. But I I was stubborn and I wouldn't forgive him, and that was wrong of me. I was going to say, I bet you're not a crier, are you? You're probably a fighter. She gets real mad. Oh, when I get real mad, and that's when you walk away. If I'm crying, if I'm mad, or if I really hurt her feelings, she'll cry. Yeah, like bad, which I've done. Yeah, but I don't. But for me, I don't remember those. I really don't. Like he could be like, "Remember that time?" And I'm like, "No." I don't. That's good. But in the moment, I do, and it's really but awful it's in the moment. But it's always stupid stuff, oh, yeah. and it's comical, and we really <laughs> step we back, back and look and at like, it, and really? it's like, you've got to be kidding me. But every time, we're like, that is one of the little enemies, minions, mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. It's get the little our... foxes that yes. try to eat at the at, Yes. They say the, the couples marriage, fight you know? over kids, and they fight over the money, and they fight over... We don't. We, we don't. fight over tones of voice. We fight oh, over... Yeah. Yes. That's, uh, That's yes. key. Yeah. Tones. Tones are key. Why are you talking to me that way yeah, kind of thing? It's yeah. like so stupid. We have more we have more uh, of those kind of issues than we do anything else. Mm-hmm. But And it's usually out of exhaustion for yeah. me. Anyway. I used to always ask her when she went grocery shopping, how much did you spend? Or she'd go shopping, how much did you spend? How much did you pay for that? And uh, it was nothing but uh, just uh, starting, starting fights. And yeah. uh, hopefully I have quit doing that because I don't – I really don't care anymore. But that's a part of marriage that God uses to root out selfishness or control or whatever those things could have been, which is the same thing that he's been doing to me. And it's, I don't know that that could have ever happened to me without her Mm -hmm. position in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that God uses that. Right. Because that doesn't need to be in my life, whether I'm using it against her or because I'm sure I'm using it against somebody else. Mm -hmm. I've done the exact same things. And that's what God uses to yeah. weed that out. I was mm-hmm. going to say that earlier. I was going to say God works in our marriage um, on things that I need to change for everyone else, too. Not I'm just sure. my marriage. He's sure. like, hey, if you can learn to be more patient and be more kind and be more all these things, mm-hmm. it's not just going to benefit your marriage, but it's going to okay. benefit others. Ev- yes, yeah. everyone else's life. And because like, people oh. are watching your lives, yeah. too, your yeah. children. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't know, you know. Daryl and I have had to walk our marriage out like any other couple, Mm -hmm. and it's been, you know, you would think, you know, you would think that you learn all the lessons by the time you get in your 30s and you've been married as long as we both had (laughs) been, you know, uh, that you, the next time around, you would have it all just right. Well, we really didn't because, you know, and when you start all over, you start all over. Well, and for both of us, our first marriages were very unhealthy. We were yes. very unhealthy. The mm-hmm. marriages were very unhealthy. The other person was very unhealthy. So mm-hmm. we walked in. You feel like you walk in with something, but you're really not walking in with anything good. We walked in with a lot of baggage. You do. Yeah. A lot of baggage. You do. So. And, it, yeah. and so many times you take that on into your marriage. Even mm-hmm. if you haven't been married and you get right. married because you're raised in different environments yeah. and, and you have hangups and hurts before mm-hmm. you ever get in Excuse there. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a real challenge. And, yeah. and But the one thing, the mm. one thing that has kept Daryl and I, without a doubt, it was, first of all, 
our love for God mm -hmm. because we love God and we are not quitters. Neither one of, of us wanted to lose our first marriages. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us did. And uh, even though mine was not healthy, mm -hmm. uh, but we did not want to give up or we didn't quit. Mm -hmm. So we took that mm -hmm. into our marriage. We did not want to give up and we did not want to quit. Right. And then the other thing then I've always said this before, and the, the thing that kept my feet to the fire mm -hmm. has been my children mm -hmm. and the people of the church, the couples, the young people, mm -hmm. the, all the people that you could hurt so badly mm -hmm. if you give up and quit. Mm -hmm. And that's been the thing yeah. that has been as big as the love that I have for him. Right. Because the love for those around Mm -hmm. Your marriage is part of the kingdom. It is. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's and kingdom yeah, business. Yeah. But we see that in you guys, too. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's true. Well, thank you. you thank you. Thank you. But it's so true because, you know, anytime I would be so mad or angry or whatever at him, it was more of the, on the other side is, if you ever give up and you ever quit, mm -hmm. those that you would hurt, mm -hmm. those that wouldn't feel like they could make their marriage work. Right. Right. Mm. And, Absolutely. Yeah. So we've grown through the times, and yeah, we uh, see what we don't argue or fight. We just sometimes uh, mm -hmm. get a little noisy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, and if you're thinking about wrapping this up, I would. I've got one more thing that I think is very important to every marriage, uh, every husband and wife, is you've got to have a sense of humor. Oh, yes, you've got to learn to laugh at your problems. Mm -hmm. You know, the Book of Job says, "At famine and destruction, mm -hmm. thou shalt laugh." Job five twenty two. And so that's uh, one of the things that we do. Yes. We, we may start off, you know, a little hot-tempered, mm -hmm. but we will end up laughing. Uh, how many times have we ended up laughing or crying mm -hmm. and holding each other? Mm -hmm. But the sense of humor is, is so vitally important in mm -hmm. every relationship. You've got to yeah. learn to laugh. And we laugh, we do. We, we laugh do. so much. We laugh uh, at ourselves for sure. Yeah. Uh, something silly I did the other day. I can't remember what it was. I think it was with the dog. But since we've gotten our new little dog, uh, I have been smitten. I have fallen in love with my dog. And she gets so tickled at me because I'll be out in the yard, you know, holding my heart while I'm running around chasing the dog, you know. <laughs> and uh, but we have so much fun. We do. And, and we, we laugh. We just we just laugh, laugh, laugh. And uh, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean we don't take life seriously. But right. if you don't have a sense of humor in every mm -hmm. marriage, you, you'll, mm -hmm. you'll find yourself fighting and there won't mm -hmm. be any healing for that because laughter is good medicine. It is. It is. And you have to learn to laugh at yourself as well as your spouse. Right. And we have done that. And we take we take a we take a journey down memory lane a lot of times mm -hmm. about some of the really funny things that's happened and uh some of the things that weren't so funny but now we laugh at them. Right. We were just so. talking yesterday about something and we both got so tickled it was something about that had happened in the past. Yeah, I uh, I'm I, like don't remember, you. I don't remember. I, don't I don't wish either. I could remember, but <laughs> it was so hilarious. But we do. Yeah, we've done some really funny things. We have. Yeah. We, we have. That's awesome. And God's been good to us. Oh, yeah. Great journey. So if you've been out there sitting and listening to this, and hopefully you laughed a little bit <laughs> along the way. Uh, and uh, But I believe that in 2022 that marriages, you know, husbands and wife, we need to look farther in expanding our relationship with, yes. uh, with our mates and mm -hmm. Making 2022 a growth, a year of growth, where that because that three chord 
marriage, Mm -hmm. it just cannot be broken. And when I liked what you said while I go, one of you about kingdom marriage, Mm -hmm. kingdom living, Mm -hmm. because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And until we settle certain things in our hearts, Mm -hmm. we can't live that kingdom living. I've Daryl and I settled a long time ago. We're not going to get a divorce. Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving and he's not leaving. Mm -hmm. And were there opportunities? You can you bet your boots there Mm -hmm. were just like there is in everybody's life. Things that aren't always the best. Mm -hmm. But as we've grown together and as we've realized that in in and through God, he can heal every hurt, every situation. And every angry word, everything that was done that should not have been done in a marriage, God can still heal it. Absolutely. And yes. so I believe in 2022 that as we purpose, the Word of God says, as we purpose in our heart, and I believe that some men and some women that's listening to this mm-hmm. need to purpose in their heart. Yes. To have the best marriage they've yes, ever had. Amen. Absolutely. And if you're in our area and you happen to come to Solid Rock or, or you are in churches around here close by, starting on the 16th of December. January. January, sorry. 16th of January, Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m., mm-hmm. we are going to start uh, our marriage seminar. Uh, we're going to call it, what would you say? I don't know. Upgrading your marriage Upgrading or marriage 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. Yeah, I like that. Something like that, yeah. And so, come and join us. We, I remember one of our, uh, one of them that we had. We had two or three couples that didn't go to church, and maybe one of them went to another or whatever. But mm-hmm. they just come. They wanted to get in on it. And it was really, really good. Yeah. So, yeah. we're excited to do this again. But, uh, anyways, we're wrapping this up. Uh, we just uh, pray that uh, you, if you're married, you'll make a decision. That you're going to work hard to be the best wife, the best husband that you can be, because people are watching you. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. And they need to know that you can make it in hard times, that you can love in hard times. Mm-hmm. Uh, that forgiveness is key. Yes. You know, that you have to let things go with each other and realize that it's not all about that feeling that you're feeling today. Right. It's just not. And I, and I think it, I heard somebody say just the other day uh, that. This uh, spouse said that they didn't know if they loved them anymore. <laughs> and I thought, man, if they just knew how old cliche that was. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if I love you anymore. You know, you it's it such a trap. Mm-hmm. It's such it's such a lying trap. I don't have feelings anymore. Yeah. And uh, we're not moved by our feelings. We're moved no. by what we know, the word of God, and about what is right. Absolutely. And, and so... Uh, Think on those things and begin to ask the Lord to minister to your life like never before, uh, a hunger to love your mate better. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're going to pray for you. Honey, would you pray for the uh, husbands and wives out there that uh, 2022, there's going to be some decisions made right now listening to this podcast that's going to change their lives around. Amen. Absolutely. So, Father, we thank you this evening. For this time together at the table, we thank you, Lord, that uh, hopefully we've said something that will inspire and encourage somebody that may be struggling in their marriage or in a relationship. God, help us to realize that uh, we're all human and that we're all going to fail. But, God, we can uh, 
be like the Lord Jesus Christ and look beyond the faults of each other and see each other's needs. Yes. I pray, Father, that every marriage and, and every home will be united in the love of God. Yes. Help us to realize, God, that your love is, un, is, is not something that we work for, we can earn or deserve. Mm-hmm. It's a grace gift. And, God, we're to love our spouses mm-hmm. unconditionally. We're to love each other, Lord. Uh, it's not, it's not motivate. Our love is not moved by the tricks that we do mm-hmm. or the, the things that we do for one another by the gifts, yes. but it's, it's actually just a, a decision, that love is a decision. So yes. thank you, Father. We thank you for this time together tonight with our friends from around the world. Yes. And we bless you and thank you, Lord, for healing marriages, mm-hmm. making marriages stronger, and we look forward, God, to what you have planned for us in 2022. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darleneroads.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.